Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Moms Podcast. I'm Diane. And I'm Megan. We are two moms trying to make room in our lives for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. We hope you'll join us on the journey to think more and do with less. This week, we'll be discussing some helpful approaches to selling unused household items. As we continue to pursue a more minimalist lifestyle, the clutter needs to go somewhere, out. It's difficult to navigate the best options for the most profit and time, but we hope to spark some ideas as you move forward in decluttering your own homes. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Hi, This is like my second time doing the intro, so. (laughs) Hi, guys. I hope that you are all having a great week. And as I said, this week we're going to be discussing how to sell unused household items. But before we get into that, um, we're just going to start the podcast as we always do with the minimalist moment of the week. So, Megan, take it away. All right. So this was an accidental minimalist moment after it happened. I was like, ooh, I should have thought about that ahead of time and orchestrated this. But I was scheduling my boys' annual doctor visits, Mm -hmm. their well visits. And they both have summer birthdays. Their birthdays are only a couple weeks apart. So I typically tried to combine those two. But when I went into schedule, they asked about my daughter as well. And I don't know if your insurance works this way, but mine does to where no matter when you have your last well visit, regardless of their birthday, you have to wait till a a year year after that. Mm -hmm. So her birthday is in February, but for some reason it got pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And so I think I forgot about it actually Mm -hmm. for a long time because after they're toddlers, you don't think about well visits. You're like, they're cool, Mm -hmm. whatever. So I went in to have them fill out some forms for school and she asked about those she's like do you want me to schedule all three at the same time i was like yeah that's Mm -hmm. awesome yeah absolutely. (laughs) so minimize your time at the doctor by as much as possible scheduling all your kids appointments at one time Mm -hmm. and that might be obvious to some people but it had never occurred to me that i could do them all at once so i am stoked about that and then i don't have to worry about it for another year yeah, no, I'm almost positive that's how ours works too. Just because I know I, I think the dentist is like you can see them twice a year, so I'm mm-hmm. like waiting for my a couple of months. I can't wait to right. go in and get my teeth cleaned. So yeah, well, my minimalist resource of the week this week, I think we've mentioned it uh, maybe on like one of our first podcasts, but it's the app Mint, and there's a Mint.com, but basically it helps you to see all of your accounts, bank accounts, credit cards, just where you're spending your money and Mm -hmm. it helps you to budget and just, like I said, it helps you really to see where you're spending money and where you could cut back. So I wanted to mention Mint because that's what my husband and I use, but I was (laughs) advertised to the other day on Instagram um, by Clarity Money and I'm very curious to see what this is. As of right now, it doesn't look like I have to spend any money to download the app, but my curiosity got the best of me when I saw that it says find and cancel unwanted subscriptions. And so you can plug in all your subscriptions that you have, like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. And then it says like, this is how much you would spend in a year on this Mm. subscription. Mm -hmm. So once you see that, oh, I've spent, even though it's $7 a month, whatever that would total out to, like maybe I want to pull back on that and save that money instead. So I... I don't know if Mint does that. I've not utilized that Mm, on Mint. But um, 
I know you can do it on Clarity Money. So that is what I'm going to be looking into this week because it, I'm curious. Yeah, it's so, a great idea. Yeah. Do you use either? Like, I used to use Mint, mm-hmm. and it's M-I-N-T dot com, like mm-hmm. Peppermint, in case anybody's having a hard time hearing that. I'll put it uh, in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. But um, I we used Mint. Mint was like our foray into budgeting. It okay. was the first before they even had an app online okay. um, source that we use to put all our credit cards in one place, all of our you know bank accounts and that kind of a thing. It's a great tool. It just got, um, it didn't quite work for us once. It got a little complicated because I have my own business That's and my right. husband has his expenses. His business expenses are also flowing through our, anyway. It, we just, I remember you talking right, about this. So we just, we just found a different, more robust system for, for our needs. But Mint is great for personal financing. Yeah. And I it's completely free. It. Especially to, like, newly married. I think yes. it would be a great idea to, like, just see how you both are spending together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Mint.com awesome. or the app is my resource. Clarity Money. Yeah, apparently. Clarity Money. Yeah. So this week, like I said, we're going to talk about just selling unused household items. So that might be easy for some and a little bit more difficult. And when products. you say unused, yes, like not <sighs> reselling anything you have in your house, basically. Yes, okay. basically. Like I said right. in the last episode, I sold my dress <laughs> that was never going to be worn again the day after I wore it. Um, yeah, anything in your basement or attic, just we want to get rid of these things that are just sitting on our shelves mm-hmm. or just where we don't see them. And now's a good time. I feel it like it's easier to sell things in the spring or summer when it's warm outside mm-hmm. and, you know, people are, there's more garage sales, more people mm-hmm. are clearing things out more. I feel like it's just, I feel like spring through the summer is the big out time. I never thought about that because moms are home too. Some moms are home during the summer that wouldn't necessarily be during the fall and winter, mm-hmm. so it might just be easier for them to come pick yeah. something up from you. Or true. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was thinking about like where to start, what do we sell? You, you think about your basement and just the nonsense that can get piled up down there. And I think we've said before, just is that something? Uh, I'm trying to think of some stuff that we have in our basement. Just like old bikes of Marty's that he had mm-hmm. when he was in high school. It's, he, we don't ride those, so I can't actually believe that I still have two of them left in my basement <laughs> at this point. But just things like that would probably be like sold right away. I know mm-hmm. I sold my snowboard because we live in Ohio, and it honestly doesn't snow that much here. So just things like that that are kind of out of sight, out of mind. I don't know. Do you have like big ticket items like that in your um, fewer now. We, we've been on that crusade. We've always end up unearthing something that mm-hmm. we forgot was there. Uh, kids have grown out of bicycles over, mm-hmm. the, over the winter. We didn't even realize it. Helmets, which I don't mm, think helmets. you can resell, unfortunately, for safety reasons. I know you can't donate them. Okay. I'm not sure if you can resell them. But anyway. Um, There's probably a loophole. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, um, what? yeah, we have furniture that just, I mean, not huge things, but small end tables or whatever that didn't work where we thought they were, or we've moved them around a million times and threw them in the basement. So, yeah, we have stuff like that all the time. Yeah, and like I said, attic, but I don't know if people really have attics anymore. Some people do. House. We don't really. <laughs> we don't want to do that in our house because it will fall through the ceiling. 
Um, yeah, so I was that was where I initially started. I'm like, what can we purge out of here? Um, and then I started thinking about some of the old household appliances that are down there that you don't really use. I sold my bread maker that I'm like, am I really going to eat? We buy bread now, and mm. it's more convenient, and so you can make money on things like that. CDs, DVDs, and books. So I will say that, yeah, some of these things probably don't have a lot of value, but you never know. There's a Sesame Street VHS tape that my dad shows Charlotte, and it is $43 right now to buy on Amazon. <laughs> so that, I mean, they don't sell it anymore. It's from the 90s, maybe even the 80s. So, I mean, you can find these little hidden treasures in your house mm-hmm. that are worth But you have to have a VHS player. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> my parents do. <laughs> it still works. That's impressive. Yeah, it is. That is impressive. Um, you mentioned furniture, and then clothes are always sellers. Like I said, I mm-hmm. sold my maternity dress. If you have maternity clothes and you know that you're not going to have any more babies, mm-hmm. I, I know that those things are popular items. Would you have anything else that you'd where to start or what to sell? Yeah, I started the whole purging journey selling my purses mm-hmm. um, okay. that I had. Wait, is this coming out after the purse one? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've already talked about purses. <laughs> um, but I, that was kind of the, where I first started purging just because I had so many of them. They were taking up so much space in my closet. Mm-hmm. And I decided I was going to go to just one purse year-round. So, and I would just keep them after I was sick of them or tired. You know, I wouldn't need them anymore I would like think that for some reason I was going to go back to that old purse but never did Mm -hmm. so as long as they are they don't even have to be name brand but as long as they're a decent brand not even like super high quality Mm -hmm. um, they will sell on eBay they Mm -hmm. sell really well on eBay for some reason purses do Mm And so that's a good place for that. Um, what else have we done? Furniture, for sure, because it just makes sense. It takes up a lot of space. And mm-hmm. we just always end up inheriting furniture from people or, I don't know, different spaces. We move around rooms, and then we have this odd thing that doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of no-brainers because it's taking up lots of space. Yeah, so clothing, yes, but only if it's it, – in a garage sale, it has to be a dollar, or nobody's gonna buy it. Okay. And if it's if it's a designer brand, say you have like Lululemon workout wear, yeah. you can definitely resell that. Mm-hmm. But you can't typically resell just a random sweatshirt online. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> but um, kids' clothes yes. definitely sells well mm-hmm. on Facebook groups. Those sell well in garage sales and everywhere else. But yeah, men's and women's clothes not typically. That makes sense, depending on the brand mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, I'm currently trying to sell my wedding dress, oh. but my problem that I'm finding, <laughs> so we had it preserved. It, my mom did that for me, and it was, I think it cost her like 120 to $150. So I'm in this struggle of, I'm selling my wedding dress for half of what I paid for it, and people have inquired about it, but they're like, well, obviously they want to try it on, and I'm like, well you can't try it on before you buy it so I'm just in this limbo right now of do I waste the 150 and just because like wonder if no one ends up buying it and then I've Uh, taken it out of its preservation does that make sense right so I'm I don't know what to do there well it doesn't sound like you want it anyway so it's gonna have to be broken out if you want to sell it that's true so if you've made the decision to sell it you gotta go all in that's true. And take it out. Is your mom upset about it at all? Have you told her? No, I've told her. I yeah. told her I'd split the money. I told her I'd give it all to her, and then I'm like, well, I'll split it with <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I just, 
I just feel like if it's not going to sell, I want to keep it preserved because maybe Charlotte will want to wear it. She's not going to want to wear it. Yeah. I don't know. We we had a themed wedding, so my dress isn't anything anybody would want to wear. I don't mm-hmm. think. Well, actually, I pro- actually I might be able to sell it more because it was Renaissance style, so people might want to buy it. Festivals yes, or for festivals yeah. or dressing up or whatever. So. So really, people, there are so many things that you can sell. <laughs> like I am topic. always no, I'm really I'm always looking for things that I can sell in my house. It's I just want to get it all out. So places to sell. We are really big fans of Facebook groups on here. We've talked about that. And Craigslist, mm-hmm. though we had Megan's warning oh, yeah. to us a few weeks ago, just to be aware, I guess, of possible scams. Be safe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I would say Craigslist for bigger items. And then mm-hmm. Facebook groups, I would use, utilize several groups. I'm on like eight to ten groups on there. And when I post something, I post it to all the groups mm-hmm. so that I have – I'm throwing out my line and hopefully I can mm-hmm. get. So if, if you guys haven't utilized these before, if you, I would just go into your search bar in Facebook and mm-hmm. search your city, mm-hmm. Columbus, for example, Columbus baby mm-hmm. selling or Columbus, um, oh, what I would just, you say? Resale well, I, just, I pulled site. it up. So it, when you go to your main Facebook page, you go on the left hand side, there's a, a little thing that says groups. And when you click on groups, it says friends and local. So it's going to pull up things that your friends oh, are a part of and then local groups. And then up the top, there's a bar of like local, buy and sell, spiritual, funny. Food. So the, there's all these groups you can join. And obviously you click buy, sell, and mm-hmm. then it'll pull up a bunch of the groups that are in your area. And that's where I think that you can, like it says yard sales, sales, auctions, buy and sell. So you can discover your groups there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I, I would say not all Facebook selling groups are created equal. No. It all depends on who's running it. And these are people that are just volunteering mm-hmm. their time. That That's what amazes me, that these yeah. people spent a lot of time policing these sites. Mm-hmm. And usually they've created it. They've posted a – look for a pinned post at the top that will give you all the rules for that particular site. Mm-hmm. Usually uh, – and, and there's all, a lot of times abbreviated language that they use mm-hmm. to determine – BU is backup. So if yes. you post, I want this, and someone else might post under you backup mm-hmm. if it doesn't end up Yeah, and then now. you can bump the post yeah. every so often depending on the rules and that per- and that certain selling site or whatever. So it takes there's a little bit of a learning curve, but it's mm-hmm. much easier, I would say, than Craigslist or or some of or eBay for sure. It's mm-hmm. a lot easier because the beauty of it is you don't have to ship anything. Yeah, it can just, just you know, yeah. people come to usually they come to you Usually you don't have to go to them. I mean, you can arrange that, but I, yeah, I always did porch pickups. I'm, t- I'm typically comfortable with that as well. If I'm out and about, I'll be like, hey, we can meet here. Mm-hmm. It just kind of depends. Use your discernment. And yeah. I do like Facebook for the reason that we are, I, I guess you're never truly verified, but I feel like you're more verified there than you would be Craigslist. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because you just have to use an email for Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, if you are still struggling with um, on how to find one of these groups, like one of the better quote-unquote groups, mm-hmm. I would just send out a me- maybe like post a little message on your Facebook feed and just say, "Hey, is, is anyone a part of one of the local groups? Can you add me?" Yeah, and that I'm sure that someone would be more than welcome, or yeah. be more than happy to add you. So another um, Facebook type group that 
you may not think of to sell things on is if your neighborhood has a group, mm. has a has a page that they just put announcements or stuff on. A lot of times you can just throw up, hey, I ha- we've done that before with, um, like we just had a bunch of, uh, what's it called? Um, baseboards that we had pulled oh, okay. out that we weren't going to use and we're like well everybody around here has the same baseboards maybe mm-hmm. somebody else would want them and they weren't they weren't good enough to resell but you know somebody came and picked them up because they needed cool. them so that kind of a thing yeah so yes facebook craigslist and um, ebay which it sounds like you use ebay i haven't used that since i haven't I was used in high it uh, well yeah i haven't done it in a while it's a little different now but if you're selling like I said something high-end name brand still I feel like it's the best place to sell antiques my dad loves it for baseball memorabilia yeah things like that collectibles something things that are very specific Mm -hmm. um there's another site now called Poshmark oh that is really I I was actually somebody recommended it to me when we were um I was trying to find and again this is super specific but I was trying to find a pair of jazz dance shoes and she said oh you should go on Poshmark I was like what is this thing you're talking about and it is a resale site for clothing only I believe it's only women as well but it's more it works more like a social network and that people follow you and you you don't have to follow a whole bunch of other people but you set up alerts for certain types of clothing that you're looking for and they'll kind of set you up with people who sell similar things or the similar size as you and uh, yeah it's really cool I've I have a pile of things to sell there I just haven't gone on and done it yet but um, I think that'd be a great option for name brand things I just added it to our show notes. There we go. I'm multitasking right now. Awesome. So for clothes, you said. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And then my other one for the books and media, um, Amazon. I don't know how it works as much anymore because I don't have that kind of stuff to sell anymore. But I know that there's always an option on the right-hand side, like buy from a different seller as opposed to Amazon. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely options to sell on there. And that's how I sold a ton of CDs, DVDs, books. And I think media mail is the cheapest way to send, like via the UPS, mm-hmm. like the United States Postal Service. So you're not. I would always, obviously, add on at least the 3.99 shipping, even if you only have to pay like 2.19 in shipping. Mm-hmm. So other ideas that I've seen are surprisingly Instagram closet sales. I know. Which you have to kind of. I would go and look at someone's closet sale to see how they have it set up, but usually you have to have a PayPal account uh, unless people are local. It's kind of a little bit confusing. I started doing it once last year. I was going to ask you if you yeah. – I remember you did that. Did you sell anything? No, or? I didn't I didn't add in any, enough people, and I'm always so weird about, like, pressuring people to follow. I have too many social media sites anyway, so I'm – yeah. I, just I feel like the people who are the most successful with that either have a huge following to begin yeah. with, like maybe they have a fashion blog, mm-hmm. and so then they, they open up another Instagram account, a separate one from their usual one, and that account is dedicated only to the sales mm-hmm. of, of clothing or whatever, really. Mm-hmm. And um, it works how 
I believe the first person to comment, and you just comment with your PayPal email address, mm -hmm. and so they'll send you an invoice, and if you don't pay it within a certain time, they can invoice the next person and the next person. I mean, they're all put, there's different there ways that you can set it up. Yeah, yeah there's bidding, yeah. and sometimes you could set it up that way. I guess you do typically have to have a bigger following, and that's my, probably my problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I wondered. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder if this is going to work for no, her. it didn't work. <laughs> uh, I've considered doing that, but yeah. I wouldn't want to – manage a whole nother account. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, this is too yeah. much. Yeah, but I have seen people just like post the random thing they're yeah. selling, which yeah. could probably work too. And I've thought of that too if I was, even on Facebook, mm -hmm. I don't want to like post this on the site or whatever, but if one of my friends wants this thing, yeah. like, hey, I'm selling this and for And you can always, bucks. if you don't want that in your feed, you can always delete it after yes. people inquire. Definitely. So. Um, consignment shops were another thing that I thought mm -hmm. of, and then garage sales. But I also I I haven't done a garage sale as an adult. I've just participated in them with my parents as a kid. But is it worth the time or effort? I wanted to ask you. Mm -hmm. And then, depending on what your answer is, maybe you can get together with friends and family for this one to yeah. have a so that you have more right. people to come see. So. It really depends on what you have to sell. If okay. you have. I should say it's the best way to get rid of a bulk of stuff. Okay. So if you have a ton of random things, have a garage sale, and then just load everything in your vehicle and take it directly to Goodwill afterward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's been the thing that's worked the best with us because you just have to be willing to get rid of it. That's mm -hmm. the thing. You have to go into a garage sale saying, I am just getting rid of all this. There's no, like, hemming and hawing and taking it inside if it doesn't sell. Mm -hmm. Like, you just have to be commit. Because then what you're doing is creating more work for yourself because then there's, like, a pile of stuff that didn't sell. And you got to either figure out, am I going to put it – am I going to sell it next year? Am I going to store it a whole other mm -hmm. year or for more months or whatever? Um, a garage sale in general is pretty easy to do. Mm -hmm. Like, if you just throw up an ad on Craigslist that you're having a garage sale or piggybacking on your neighborhood garage sale, that's when you get the most traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's fairly simple. Yes, it's it's work. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to tag things, but there's easier ways to do that. Like I've done where. Do you have to tag things though? Like no, well that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Like there's easier ways to do that. Like this table is everything on this table is a dollar. Yeah. Everything on that table is five dollars. Everything on this table is two. Like I've done that before, and that's super easy. Or I've just hung a sign that said clothing is a dollar, and this yeah. is you know with categories. Okay. Um, that way it's less time, and you you know, get rid of more stuff. I love also, it's also good for just, like I said, that random stuff. Like we were selling, we had a bike in our garage yeah. for three years that we just, you know, we keep, kept meaning, meaning to either donate it or throw it up on Craigslist or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, forget it. I don't care. I'm just setting it out. And some guy was like, I'll take it for $25. I'm like, Sold. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. just getting that, clearing out the stuff. And that's I, our whole point in this is getting exactly, stuff Exactly. Like out just letting house. go. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's great, like I said, for kids' clothes. You can get a ton of that sold. My mother-in-law just had a garage sale and... I at first was like, nobody's going to buy this. But then, in, meaning because it wasn't things that it was collectibles, very specific. Mm -hmm. Like collectibles, she had a ton of um, dolls and what was it called? Longer burger baskets okay. and sewing fab fabric in remnants. Mm -hmm. You know, not a large pieces of fabric, but she used to work for it. And she used to be a teacher, so it had a ton of teacher stuff. 
and um, a ton of notions and stuff for sewing. And I just, I was like going, wow, this is a really specific, I was thinking it's too specific, but mm-hmm. that crowd it apparently are the people that shop at, well, <laughs> it's, say, it's grandmas yeah. and it's, you know. No, it's one, it's what is it? artsy, one crafty man, people. One man's trash is another man's exactly. trash. Exactly, and she made a good amount of money and got rid of a ton of things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it also always just depends on who happens to come to your sale that day, things that you think, oh, this will go immediately doesn't randomly mm-hmm. a lot of times mm-hmm. but um, I think it's it's definitely worth it if you have a volume of things you mm-hmm. have to have enough to make it worth the time and effort and if you're you're in a location where there's good traffic like if nobody else ever has garage sales like if you live in the middle of nowhere if you live in the middle of nowhere yeah, yeah if you're like in a more rural that's area what I'm saying, get friends and family exactly go to someone's house that's it might definitely. be more in the city or more yes yeah but in like the kind of suburb area that we're in, yeah. it works really well. People have them all the time. Another option is um, baby sales or flea market type sale, sales where, um, I know they have them around here in our community center, mm-hmm. where you kind of pay for a booth area. Oh. And you, so they make the money because you're paying for the booth area and they're okay. advertising for you. But you get a ton of people that come in mm-hmm. to shop. And it's garage sale style. I mean, you set your own prices and whatever and the the ones that I've been to are more specific toward children items okay. so it, that's the only rule it has to be kids items okay and it's an awesome place to find like if you're looking for that specific I really like this mm-hmm. bumbo or this yeah, yeah, I yeah. need this nursing pillow or whatever you will find it if okay. you go to these types of sales maternity clothes a lot of times you know that kind of thing anyway yeah. so um, that's a great thing um, to do or to kind of search around for if you have something specific or if you're trying to sell a lot of a specific type of thing. Um, resale shops are good too, like the buy-sell places oh, yeah. that a lot of times they, they have a theme too. It's either kids stuff or it's women's clothes. Yes, yeah. so around here, that's yeah. what they're called. That's places to sell. Yes, lots so, of options. Yeah, now the keys to selling. I have four little tips, little takeaways, if you will. My first one is know what you're willing to accept. Like set that price. Your in rock your mind. bottom. Yeah, your rock bottom. I always price items higher so that when people are tr- trying to talk me down, I'm still within my original price point. So yes, always put more. Yeah, mm-hmm. always say, like if it's a five dollar. If you want five dollars for it, price it at ten. Mm-hmm. If you want seventy five, price it at a hundred. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to be realistic with the market. Like yeah. if you find that. You're, you really want 25 for an item, but everybody else is paying 15, then you might just have to settle for 15 or mm-hmm. don't sell it. Yeah. Which actually brings me to one of my next points. Set a time limit that your item will stay online. And that, I, I would say that all around, this has helped my mental clarity. Like if I've kept something up, like this silly dog ramp, it's been up there for like nine months. And that's wow. the only thing, but I'm selling it for my parents, so that's why I haven't taken it down. But, um, I typically have a window, and if it doesn't sell, I take it off, and then that actually gets me to my another one of my, my keys to selling. I'm just like breezing through these. Is you donate? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say set a time limit on your item, and then I don't know. You can repost if you want to within that time limit. Only give yourself enough. Yeah. Like, kind of give put set some parameters yeah, around it. Yeah. Because it 
it does it takes up mental space because you're like I have all this stuff that I want to sell kind of yeah. like what you said no going into it like I'm just going to get rid of this like this is gone mm-hmm. whether I sell it at this garage sale or I take it after the garage sale and donate it to Goodwill so yes you do the same thing with anything I think yeah. that you have online yeah, and we when we were in our first large purge mm-hmm. phase, like we just had a ton of stuff we wanted to get rid of. We had little baby stuff, and you know, as your kids get older, there's you know there's more stuff when they're little, yeah. and as your kids get older, they just I just had a bulk of stuff that I needed to get rid of, and uh, yeah, I would I would have the garage sale or whatever. But now my rule is if I'm not making more than ten bucks for it, if I th- I don't think I can get more than ten bucks for it, I'm not going to go through the effort to put it on Craigslist mm-hmm. or the Facebook site or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like take pictures and do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or like you said, if you're putting it on a Facebook selling group, maybe you repost it two times mm-hmm. and if it doesn't sell then you donate it or whatever it mm-hmm. is put b- boundaries around because you're right you could drive yourself crazy and spend a lot more time you're investing more time mm-hmm. in selling it than it's worth yeah so definitely. just make sure that you know you're not um, driving yourself crazy doing that because I'm sure some people are going to listen to this and go forget it I'm not selling anything mm-hmm. this is too hard I'm just going to donate everything which is great mm-hmm. which is awesome if that helps your mental clarity go for it like, yeah if that's what you come to the conclusion of after listening to this podcast I am all for that mm-hmm. people need donations which is actually my well like I said another one of my points but yeah be generous give back there are lists um typically you can google lists of people in your community that are in in need like women's Mm -hmm. shelters um volunteers of america the salvation army like just people Mm -hmm. that really are in need look and do some research to see how you can be Mm -hmm. generous and give back yeah i feel like there's kind of a hierarchy for me Mm -hmm. like and again it's all to what if if your goal is just to get rid of it in the first, and if you know yourself and mm-hmm. you know you're not going to spend the time or the effort, or you don't even care where it goes, yeah. just donate it wherever yeah. is the easiest and the most convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I know I don't have the time, I will do that. Okay. But if it's something where I'm like, you know, I really know somebody could benefit from this, like a breast pump, mm-hmm. or you know, like a women's shelter really needs this, mm-hmm. or whatever it is like I'll I'll try to take the time to find the organization that would benefit best from that um I know with um we randomly at a garage sale one of the people that showed up they used uh fabric remnants to make dog collars oh cool and so she was like would you mind would you like she had an, a massive amount of fabric and would you take you know a dollar and my, we're just like whatever just take it and go you know if we had known we would have just donated yeah. all of this to you so that kind of a thing yeah um sometimes it takes a little more effort but you know it's going to people who really need it mm-hmm. and it's awesome so yeah it's a good point that was actually my fourth point I skipped over number two <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna say list in more than one place so like just yeah. utilize Craigslist Facebook eBay do whatever you have to do if you are choosing to sell so mm-hmm. yeah those are my four keys I'd say know what you're willing to accept list in more than one place set a time limit um, that your item will stay online and then four be generous and get back if all the above fails so (laughs) and donations are always great because you can get a tax write-off and you can locate like I said the best places to sell in your city to help get back to your and you can even I I don't know if I can find this if I can find it via Google I will link to it but there are um, like spreadsheets that you can download that will we had to do this for our 
CPA at the end of the year Mm -hmm. to log everything that we had donated uh, goods wise Mm -hmm. like you know and so you literally put five t-shirts and it calculates everything for you oh wow so you it gives you the I'm trying to think of the word for it like kind of the the resale value um, and calculates it all for you so that you can, yeah, write it off on your taxes because you can get a good, healthy yeah, chunk taken off. Yeah, I am usually, whenever I've donated, I think some people will try and give you a slip, and I'm like, oh, just, I don't care. Like, just <laughs> take it. I just need it out. Like, yeah, I just need yeah, it out, d- yeah, exactly. But yeah, I've you done can that too. Little, yeah, you can make a little bit of money, I guess, yeah. with the tax write off. So. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else to talk about in regards to selling? No, I don't think so. You did a great job covering oh, it all. Thank you. Well, um, I did want to share, we did have a, one review this week. Ooh. Um, and she says, inspiration. And it's from the Everyday Woman podcast, another fellow Fun. podcaster. She says, love listening to the gals and the minimalist messages they share. So thank you so much to the Everyday Woman podcast for that. And guys, if you want to go on our, I think it's on our website, we have a little what did you you did like a little clip of how to write a right. review yes a picture so I'll include that in this week's blog post for you guys to write us a review otherwise we invite you to keep the conversation going and just let us know what you think about this episode and on our website you'll find links to our Facebook page our new Instagram account and where you can find Megan and I all around the web Yep, so. just go to minimalistmomspodcast.com. That's good. I should have included that. <laughs> it's getting late, people. I need to go to bed. <laughs> well, thank you for joining on the journey. We wish you a lovely week as you think more and do with less. Mm-hmm.